Jesus Christ, Doc, you disintegrated Einstein. Disintegrated Einstein. Einstein. It's a mini-sode. Hi, it's Frida. And it's Abby. Walker, Zedheads, the infected, cranks, crawlers, deadheads, the walking dead, the living dead, G's, munchers, roamers, runners, seifu, stiffs, biter, hungries, fleshies, undead, but never, under any circumstances, zombies, unless it's a comedy movie. We're in a world of Z and there is no way out. We are on episode four of our zombie miniseries. And this week, we are talking Shaun of the Dead. Would you notice if the world was ending? Shaun, freshly dumped, savagely hungover, and in need of coke and cornettos, is oblivious to the impending doom surrounding his neighbourhood. That is, until they find a girl in the garden. Zombies are about, and no amount of plates or vintage records is going to stop their hunger. Time to get British! Ready the cricket bat and off to the pub. Surely that's the safest place to be in a zombie apocalypse. Time for a lock-in to keep the dead out. (laughs) Brilliant. And just apologies in advance. Melbourne is having some gale force winds. Um, I've stuffed the window with pillows, but (laughs) just warning you. Anyway... What a movie. I'm doing a slightly different setup as well, so I might be a bit more echoey. So we're just having a bit of like a, you know, apocalyptic ambiance today. (laughs) Keeping it real, bro. Yeah. Um, Yes, Shaun of the Dead. The first episode in the Three Flavors Cornetto trilogy, based on both Romero's (laughs) dead films and an episode of Spaced about a zombie invasion. First question is, have, have you watched Spaced? No. Have you never seen Spaced? Spaced is the comedy TV show that Simon Pegg and Nick Frost used to be in, right? Um, So they used to, I think they used to share an apartment together. And, sorry, one second. No, yeah, never. Oh, my God. So, so much of what happens in this movie is basically based on Spaced. It's... It's like an extension yeah. of that TV show. It was absolutely incredible. Jessica Hines, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost. And it was, oh, was it written by the same guy then who wrote this? I just need to double check that. Edgar Wright. That's his name. Edgar Wright. Uh, so basically they have an episode of Spaced where it's all about a zombie invasion. And Spaced is, they're basically stoners. And just living in their apartment. Simon Pegg Nick, um, and Jessica Hines live in an apartment together. Anyway... It is completely batshit, absolutely wonderful and amazing. And then, yeah, so they did that zombie invasion episode and decided, hey, let's write a movie. (laughs) And they did. And it's so funny. (laughs) It's such a good movie. It's so fucking good. It really is. It is so, I mean, it's just so sharp. It's so spot on and it's so much pleasure watching it. I mean, it just hits all these great, things and everything is just so perfect everything it just keeps delivering and delivering like the entire time (laughs) it's just a joy ride so what i've done is i just i just think we should just have a little chat about the cast and then i've got some great lines and gags that i enjoyed um but i've tried to separate it so i still have like some best bits final comments (laughs) as well it was really hard yeah (laughs) 
But so yeah. first off, just to say like the cat, it, this is like some of the cream of the crop, especially from like this time period of when it was made. You know, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Lucy Davis, uh, Dylan Moran, Bill Nye, Peter Seren, Sarah Finowich, Jesus, <laughs> Penelope Wilton, Kate Ashfield. And then I just I have to mention it now because it is one of the best gags in any movie. And it's the walking line when he meets Jessica Hines, Nee Stevenson, yeah, with the duplicates of all of them. And the duplicates yeah. then are Rafe Spall, Martin Freeman, Tamsin Gregg, and Matt Lucas. And it's just <laughs> fucking glorious. <laughs> that is, that is the highlight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's so sharp. Yeah. And a lot of comedy movies, the sharp shit is in the first you know 15 minutes and then everything kind of falls to pieces by the end like so many comedy movies really let you down they set up amazing gags and then eventually you're like uh no but this movie it didn't do that it kept on keeping its um level of uh satire or it kept you know just the, the sophistication didn't dwindle the jokes kept coming yeah. in the whole time we have to, I like, think. So, so this is like, ne- this is the thing where we have to like go, there's like a bit of next level on this alternate group thing. And I just have to mention it, right? Because what you had was Simon Pegg's alternate was Jessica Hines, Nee Stevenson. Jessica Hines is who was in Spaced with him, right? Then mm-hmm. you had Dylan Moran's alternate was Tamsin Gregg. They were both in Black Books together. And then you had Lucy Davis's alternate, which was Martin Freeman, and they were in The Office together. Martin Freeman was in the line. Yeah. Oh shit. Yes, I see. <laughs> <laughs> and Rafe Spall. Who's who was Rafe Spall? Uh, he he was the alternate for the girlfriend. So, um, God, I can't remember her name. Oh my god. We'll, uh, we'll get to it. <laughs> but yeah, and then just the the like the final person to walk through the lineup. I remember not really ever noticing it before, and then one day randomly, I was like, "Was that Matt Lucas?" That was Matt Lucas. <laughs> that was Matt Lucas. Yeah, I just saw he was in the cast and I thought, surely not. Good it's on him. It's just Good so on random. Him. I mean, honestly, that's entertainment. Yeah. It was just so clever. It's just such a fucking clever thing that they did there. And I enjoy it every time I see it. I just, that moment forever sticks out. But anyway, do you have any general comments you want to do in talking about the cast or any anyone in particular you want to bring up? Oh, the cast? Oh, Bill Nye. Bill, uh, uh, Bill Nye. I love Bill Nye. Who doesn't? He's such a legend. But again, like I love how these dramatic people are so good with the comedy. Yeah. Just his timing. But it, I just will save it for later, though. Okay. okay. Save it for later. All right. Um, okay, so... One of my favorite things, I've got two, I just two, two lines that I just want to mention. Okay. Yeah, go. And it is, number one, is when they hit the guy with the car, they knocked out the dude with the car and Simon Sean rolls down the window. You all right? Hello. <laughs> and when he lifts his head up and it's a zombie, he goes, oh, thank God. And then uh, just the best line in the entire movie, uh, Sean's mum. We had our jabs when we went to the Isle of Wight. 
the mum the, the parents it's the best line in the whole movie and it just kills me every time I love it <laughs> so what do you have any comments you want to bring in I just have one quote which is when they're calling like um they're calling the, the police and they're like calling the police it's busy call the ambulance busy and he's like it's one number and it's busy <laughs> It's triple zero. <laughs> no, no, no. We can't do it justice. It's impossible because they're so funny. <laughs> oh, but you guys okay. get it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Question one. Thoughts on how this movie fits into the zombie genre? Yes. <clears throat> yes, 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 yes. Okay. Got some thoughts. So this is the typical we are all zombies zombie movie. Yes. Yeah. And we talked about, I think it was in, in Zombieland, but I think also in 28 Days Later, that zombie films have a fantasy element sometimes mm. where l- life sucks and a zombie apocalypse breaks up the drudge. And I think this movie is very obvious about that, to be honest. It actually doesn't, it doesn't try very hard <laughs> to conceal it. Like, it's very clear that he is not living. He is the walking dead. And this gives him... Um, a chance to be different. The the gag of the movie, which is why I think it's so brilliant, is that he just, like, no. he doesn't do a very good job, does he? <laughs> it, it sets up this idea, which is, it's almost like it, it's a joke of the joke, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's taking this zombie idea of, like, we are all living dead, mm-hmm. we are all the walking dead, and, and he makes a joke even on that yeah. by making him actually He's just still himself. He hasn't acquired any special skills. Nothing. Yeah, he's not he's like suddenly like it. saving the world because he has like, right, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. jump into action. It's like he still just no. does the only thing he knows to do and it's go to the Winchester. Yeah, he's hopeless. <laughs> yeah, like the girlfriend for one second, she's like, wow. But she's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think it's um, the world ending is a fantasy and... Um, yeah, but it, it but then it makes a joke even on that. So yeah, that's my that's my uh, genre quotes. I love it so much, and I think it's one of the absolute best zombie movies for me because it has a story. Do you know, like it's so much of it is that's what I like about it. It's it's just normal people going about their lives, and the world is just slowly crumbling around them, and they're just in their own bubbles. And I think it's like one of yeah. the most truthful depictions of how it would actually happen with yeah. like slow zombies they don't notice. not fast zombies yeah. fast oh, zombies yeah. we all know oh. pretty quick but like you don't pay attention if you are somebody who doesn't pay attention to the news if you live in your own little bubble and you just like exit the house to go to the local shop and then go back again you can definitely live for a good while without noticing what the fuck is going on outside and yeah yeah fine there were zombies in the street but like i intentionally avoid all people equally when i am outside so i could very easily walk past somebody who has a zombie and not fucking notice because i am head down or looking straight like earphones in not paying attention yeah it's like it's like people suck we hate people that's also the thing it's like the vibe that i hate this i hate it all who gives a shit if it all crumbles it sucks like i have my friend and we play video games it's like that's my joy and everybody is shit (laughs) this movie had a very strong message of like life actually sucks (laughs) it's not worth preserving (laughs) 
who God. gives a shit? It's so great. It's so funny. So great. Yeah, the, the Cornetto. You want to get Cornetto? Yeah. The fact that he can't tell the difference if the guy's the Walking Dead <laughs> or if he's there. <laughs> If he's, if there's blood yeah. or not, like it's it's the homeless it guy right great. outside the house as he's walking back in after he's gone to get the cornetto and the can of coke, and he comes back and the homeless guy on the street again, and it's just that complete obliviousness to it. Like he's very clearly a zombie to us, but to him, he's just the homeless guy that he always sees, and he's just like, oh, I don't have any change left, sorry. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's sorry, no change, sorry. Yeah, like automatic responses yeah. that actually aren't paying attention. Also, the couple like snogging outside the Winchester. You know, yes. Like, oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> nope, <laughs> she's devouring him. Oh, it was oh, so great. God. I loved that we got to see all those little bits in the background. And speaking <clears throat> of those little bits, which were the zombies, uh, question number two is: How did you feel about the zombies in this movie? So what I felt about the zombies is that they were absolutely classic zombies. Mm. And yeah, they yeah. were the walking dead. Slow and confused. Yeah, just with the brain stem. And I mean, like when you science that in, in the film, The Walking Dead, that it's just the brain stem activated mm. that sort of has them dragging their feet around just after like food, pretty much. And they're mindless um, yeah. And they're funny, and it takes a long time for the infection to kill you. It's very painful. It should be a fever. You die painfully, slowly, and then you reanimate. You know, after some mm. undescript amount of time. So yeah, it's, I don't know. I just appreciated the classic zombie. Yeah, that's how I. That's how I felt as because it's like you've brought it up before about like the difference between the slow and fast. And how, like, yeah, slow is funnier and goofier and, and definitely it works for comedy because you can do so much with it to be funny when they're slow. But you can also tell a story. It's not just, like, hacking and gore and just, like, what's, how high is the body count. You can actually mm-hmm. have people escaping and, and coming up with other, like, ideas and ways and, like, being almost enclosed but, like, being able to get away because they're slow and stupid. It's great. 100%. You can escape one, you can't escape a horde. Yeah. So it allows the movie to actually get a bit of bloody momentum yeah. before the, the the final act horde always comes. Yeah, and and with the original Romero zombies were funny. They were they were they made gags out of them. So yeah. that's totally traditional to make it a joke. They're so oh, uh, yeah, so we're on for the zombies in this one. And Flying through to the important questions. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Question number three. <clears throat> what is the best human death? Oh my God. Or turn? <laughs> you, you go first. Uh, David's go. death by go? mob. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we probably could have escaped. But it was like, like it, was the, it was the moment by the time he was like in the midst of it and the intestines came out and you're just like, ah, now David's gone. <laughs> so gone. <laughs> I really loved him. He was, it was oh, like Ringo. I just love him anyway. <laughs> I just think he's like Dylan Moore. And I'm just like, he's just so wonderful. Black Books is one of the best TV shows that has ever been. It's incredible. Have you seen it? Um, 
No, I, I. You need to watch I'm Black Books. I'm really behind on No, British it's okay. TV it's okay. But I am telling you right okay. now, you, of I all people to. that I know, need to watch Black Books. Watch. Okay. Just watch the first episode and see how you feel. Uh, and and just, now please tell me who your hu- best human death is. <laughs> I just want to make one comment, yep. but I love when David died. I love how people there started to die. I just really loved mm. it. Because. If people had survived, it just wouldn't have made sense. I just really appreciated the yeah. death starting to roll in. Okay. <laughs> My favorite human death by a zombie was Bill Nye. <laughs> that was brilliant. Oh my God. I can't even, I love, first of all, Simon Pegg, drama chops, unbelievable. Bill Nye, obviously we know is a legend. But they, they sow the seed about Bill Nye and the relationship and that Bill Nye is the kind of very stepdad kind of guy. Mm. And the mom's, you know, she's just very sweet. The confession yeah. on as he's dying. And I'm in a blended family with the stepdad, with the son. And he's like, my son is like nine. And he's yeah. like, you were 12 when I married your mom. I only wanted to be a father to you. And the confession. Yeah. And then after that, when... um after he's died and the mum refers to him as your dad he goes he's not my dad and the mum's like the mum's like oh, Sean and he's like as in he's a zombie he's not himself anymore he was my dad he was Aww. my dad <laughs> just just the brilliance yeah. of that left field such a perfect emotional moment that was yeah. executed so believingly and I actually teared up I, I, I completely teared up it was so well done that so whole that was relationship just, was beautifully done because even like the first scene that Bill Nye comes in when he's in the when he comes to the store and you think that it's going to be that old kind of like stepdad's a bit of a dick and really it's just like he's just the loveliest man just going can you please just bring your mom some flowers for her birthday can you please just do yeah. that and then like he goes around and you again you still think like oh it must be like you know she's she's met this guy and he's all it's like no they've been married for like 17 years or something and you're just going like dude <laughs> when are you Is gonna get dad? over this it, it made me sad it also made yeah. me sad and I think that it, it was like it, it it made me sad because how much of their lives I know they're fake but people yeah. waste their lives not expressing love to each other oh. it's very serious like I I don't, I don't want to go change topic, but there's this book called The Corrections right. by Jonathan Franzen. And I read the book and it's about dysfunctional families and it's crazy and it's really a bit funny, a bit sad. But the end of the, the message at the end of the book was you have to tell the people you love them yeah. before it's too late and not act out of love, but, but have a veneer of like stoic veneer. No, you have to express your love all that you can to the people around you so that they know and not until you're dead. And I feel like, that really affected me. I, I couldn't believe in the middle of this movie, <laughs> I was like deeply affected. Well I'm done, upset. Simon Pegg. Not only has she even... been deeply affected in the middle of a zombie movie, but it's a Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, comedy fest, Cornetto trilogy zombie movie. <laughs> I know. But the best comedy yeah. is really good because it's, it's mm. I don't know, it's, it's, it's touching something. So... <laughs> Okay. Big shock, brilliant, brilliant. But funny because it, it was also funny because of how it, it was so mm. um, weirdly contradictory to the rest of the movie and that kind of right. made it funny. <laughs> like, so good. Appreciate it. Okay, well, 
throughout Sean's journey and even though he mended his relationship with his dad, dad was a zombie. And so now we need to go to question four and ask what the favourite <laughs> zombie kill was. I've got two for this one. Uh, um, I've got... Well, okay, you go first. I think I have two, too. Yeah. Um, my go. first one is, well, just the end, which I just thought was perfection, which was um, Pete getting a bullet through the eye. Which one's Pete again? The the housemate. Oh. oh. I just thought it was great. <laughs> I just loved it. <laughs> the one bullet that actually made <laughs> into someone's head. Yes. Just worked that it was Pete. Oh. <laughs> Pete, <laughs> what's your Pete first was one? Pretty good. So the tennis thing, <laughs> the tennis ball, whatever that thing is called, the whole scene mm. with the kitty furniture. Yes, just the kitty furniture. That whole sequence with again, I don't even know what to say. Like it, it was like the last bit of the last third of the movie or something mm. and they still have a whole gag about kitty furniture but yeah it's the tennis ball yeah and then i like right after that how they stand on the the slide thing to get a good yeah. view and the way it shoots them like up the steps of the slide and be like oh no but it's that what is that thing called that's i can't around? remember i i don't know what it's called but yeah the tennis ball on the pole it's like yeah we all we all had them when we were younger but i love that moment like she hands it to him and he's like I like, how am I going to kill him with the tennis he's ball? Using, he's using the tennis ball. Just like the stick. <laughs> the spike at the end, you idiot. <laughs> it's great. It's very good. Oh, my God. Um, but it just reminded me of being terrible at that as well and having to just swing around the same way and come back to you and, like, not hitting it. Oh, my God. Um, my other one? Your other one. What's your other one? Uh, just the ashtray to the head. Just enjoyed it. There's a couple of really, really great scenes like that where Ed like does something and Sean's just in the background with some sort of expression or movement or just like stunned shock. I think that's the one with the ashtray. That's when they kill the guys who come into the house early on. One of the first zombie kills, I think. Yes. Speaking of the first zombie kills, (laughs) (laughs) my my second one was the sequence where they're just throwing stuff at their heads. The fact that they bring a box of shit out just to be like, and then the records, the fact that they're just throwing things and the guys, the zombies are just like, oh, oh. It's so great because with the girl as well, because it's just that moment where they're like, they don't know what's going on. So they're like, well, we're not going to just randomly just, I think it's probably true. They're not just going to off the bat straight away, just murder somebody. They're like, I don't know what's happening with this person. So let's just try and slow him down by throwing shit at them. (laughs) (laughs) But they also pew you up with the music Mm. uh, and the filming to make you believe that they're about to do something great. (laughs) And they do it a lot. They cue you in to be like, all right, this is it. And they just (laughs) have a series of like shots where they are getting nothing. Like, (laughs) and it just doesn't stop being hilarious. Uh, Okay. So do you have any more zombie kills? Nope. Okay. We're on to question five, which is either the biggest zombie scare or a favorite moment. I have two moments. 
Um, well, we kind of st- said two of mine already, so I have one left. Okay. So my first one is after they kill the two in the back garden, Ned sitting down eating Ned. Ed sitting down eating his Cornetto and Sean with his cup of tea next to him. <laughs> just, it's just such a great scene. I love the tea. I love I love um just tea. I just love And do you know the, what all that joke. is as well? It's the you've got red on you. Because at that point he has you've like got... the blood on him, doesn't he, at that stage? Oh, you've got red on yeah. you. A few people keep repeating that to him, yeah. <laughs> what's your one okay so the i i had the lines of people was my mm. thing was like that's the best moment um then like but um and some have already mentioned but jumping when he jumps over the fence and the fence falls down like when they're all <laughs> following him <laughs> and he's like come on and he just sort of leaps and it collapses under him it's again <laughs> cues you up yeah. for believing that he's going to do some physical feed and it couldn't look more awkward <laughs> So good. Um, <laughs> but the lines of people yeah. was the pig. It just it just is. It's just such a beautiful moment. Yes. Martin Freeman is him because he plays that same character in well in everything really. <laughs> He's like the normal guy in in the hitchhiker. Mm. It's him. Yes, yeah. Apocalypse and oh, I just want my tea. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, that's very it's, true, it's, actually, yeah. And the gross housemate, uh, if that was Matt Lucas, he plays that character in yeah. um, Bridesmaids or, like, everything. <laughs> I can't even. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Brilliant. My last uh, best moment or, like, favorite moment was just, it's just Chris Martin talk, sitting down talking about zombie. Oh. <laughs> Good old Chris just... Martin. He always jumps into, plays himself and stuff. It was just such he a knows random funny. little bit. Though. You're just like, zombie, of course. It's just wonderful. Of course. He is so funny because he knows he's corny. Yeah. Coldplay is so corny he is his self-awareness is a national treasure in of itself he's in an episode of modern family and it's it's so good it's such a good episode (laughs) it's hilarious and extras he's an extras extras i watch extras Mm. he's an extras he just is so funny good on him there's so much oh god there is there's Um, so much the, the video games, the thing at the end, the fact that the video games, the fact that, like, just, I can't even, it doesn't fit perfectly into, like, best moment or anything, but. Well, we could do final comments and put oh, everything oh, into uh, your final comments. How about when when he tries to put his hand in the fire and he's surprised that it burns? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I have just so much random shit written. Let's go into it. Okay. Maybe. All right. Okay. I've only got two final comments, so do you want to just give me just 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 keep keep listing shit off there for a while? Okay, the child locks on the car. Uh, of course, yes, of course, the stepdad exactly. still has the child locks. Um, the sombrero, the person on all fours, dip bowl with the sombrero. That that that's a piece of furniture that rocks up near the beginning of the movie. 
it, it's so subtle, but it's there. It's it's like for one second, but there's a piece of furniture. It's a dip bowl right. that they're eating off a dip, which is a person on all fours wearing a sombrero. <laughs> and on their back is the dip. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. That's just um, random. I don't else? even know what to say about that. <laughs> but it's true. And then I and then I had sort of one final thing I wanted to discuss, okay. I guess. So I guess I'll I'll pass okay. to you. Yeah. So that. I'll just do one, which is, and I think it's just because I lived in London for so long, I just really greatly appreciated that the first time he actually noticed a zombie, it was uh, it was the zombie that was chasing the pigeons. First time he was kind of like something's not right there. I just I don't know there was something about it. I was just like it's perfect that it's pigeons. It's just perfect. It just works. <laughs> like nothing else. When they're having the chat and there's the, the fire truck ambulance, people getting attacked, the, the the first responders getting attacked, and they're just having a chat with a neighbor. <laughs> it's yeah, beautiful. but of course it's the pigeons. Yeah, it's just wonderful. Um, <laughs> what what is it you want to discuss? So at the end of the movie, it's like everything is back to normal. How depressing. That's what I wrote. And I was like, discuss. <laughs> it's not a good ending. It's not a happy ending. It's fucking depressing. Well, it's supposed to, I guess it's his journey. And his journey is that he found a way to kind of be more adventurous, maybe. And he can still sit in the shed and play video games with his friend. And his friend doesn't have to change. Ed can just be who he is. Pete's not pissed at him anymore. And Sean gets to have his life with his girlfriend at the same time. But how is he more adventurous? <laughs> I don't know. He still just went to the Winchester. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's like maybe now she is like, oh, he has it in him to be adventurous. Mm. And so she's not freaking out anymore. About I think it's just that monotony. Ed is now a zombie. So <laughs> Sean like still has some level of responsibility to him, but it's a different type of responsibility. So he can lock Ed up in the shed. <laughs> and he can go and live his happy life. You know, and as a couple, not worried. Yeah. yeah, and then he can just drop out to Ed and play games when he wants to his man cave. And the girlfriend's like, "This is fine." Yeah, exactly. I because they can do I other could, stuff now because her. Ed can't go out with them. So like, Sean has to find other anything. things to do <laughs> in the outside world. <laughs> other than go to so the they've solved that problem. It's like yeah. the whole apocalypse solved the issue of the best friend getting in the way. Ed was very clearly the problem. The whole way through Ed was very clearly the problem for everyone. Everyone's problem was Ed and it was the fact that Sean was always standing up for him and and fixing <laughs> his mistakes and making things right and everyone. And, and so now that Ed's not a problem anymore, look at him flourishing. <laughs> so that was, yeah, yeah, that was the whole, that was what was achieved. Yeah. Cornetto. Cornetto. I'll go get Cornetto. <laughs> um... Do you want a little bit of trivia about the movie? Because this is something that I think is amazing and it makes me really happy. Yeah. They hired 40 stunt performers to be zombies. But when they figured out that they needed more, they recruited over 100 more extras from the spaced fan base. 
So they just like put it out oh, into shame. the space fan communities and went, hey, do you want to come and be a zombie on Shaun of the Dead? And people are like, yeah. Yes. Then <laughs> some local kids saw them in the, saw all the zombie makeup and the extras and decided and like wanted to get involved. So they ended up taking on 50 more child zombies from the local community. <laughs> That's so nice. I just think it's amazing. I just love that they were like kids are there going like, oh, we want to be zombies. And they're like, okay, you can be zombies. Sure. <laughs> I always think with zombie films with extras and hordes, like uh, how much prosthetics, I, I didn't look too closely this time, but in other movies, like it's so much heavy prosthetics and so much makeup, so much effort to dress each person. Yeah. I can't think of a better job for a costume designer or a prosthetics person than doing a horde of zombies, how much oh. work that is. But it must, just to get extras. Yeah. So it's just so much effort. And it would be so fun as an extra, like even though you're just an extra, full prosthetics, makeup, <laughs> everything looks amazing. Like uh, what an experience. So, I would do it for free. Hundred percent. I bet you would. Well, that is Shaun of the Dead. Fun, so fun. Zombie, zombie, zombie laughs. Zombie comedy, zombie joy. Uh, well, <laughs> you can join us in two weeks' time for our next zombie episode, which is the last episode of a zombie miniseries, which is not zombie fun or joy. <laughs> it's zombie despair time yes. so in let's join stop us. messing around <laughs> join us in two weeks time for train to busan <laughs> thank you bye <laughs> <laughs>